adorable and cringy and fun. Oh, cool. Ooh, what do you got there? The RBB's coming out. Dave, you can tell a, you can maybe give him a history about this. Yeah, yeah. So that's Rum del Barilito. It's the finest rum in the entire world. It's distilled oh. in a distillery in Puerto Rico that's been doing it since like 1820. And uh, my my dad's family's from Puerto Rico, so we've been buying it for for years, generations. And I brought some back for my last trip for Cam as a little birthday present. Nice. That is awesome. Yeah. it. Hey. Hi. What are we brought to you by? You tell me. Oh, well, Bacon Sweat Podcast is brought to you by drinkwildbills.com, grillyourassoff.com, and poddex.com, where if you use the promo code BACON, you can get 10% off. No, your... no, 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 oh, no. sorry, because everything is better with bacon. You get 10% off your complete cue. order. That's my cue. What else are we... Well, I could tell you Manscaped. from experience right now, we got a fan on down here. It's a little hot in here, but you know what's not hot right now? You know what's not hot right now? You know what's not uncomfortable right now? The Bellas. The Bellas, the twins, mm-hmm. the balls. Yes. You know why? Manscaped. Manscaped. Because I keep it tight, I keep it shiny, I keep it clean. How about you? Yeah, me too. And uh, if you use the promo code BACONPOD. Yeah, you can get the 20% off your entire order. That's 10%. And 10% each ball. And free, free shipping. shipping. Free shipping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Jimsy, has, has things with you? Things are good with me, man. I was just saying that my balls are comfortable. Which We're back is good. in the danger room, We're which back is in great. The danger room. Uh, you know, like it was fun being out. And in the world. We're about to be out in the world again. Yeah, yeah. It's well, we're be taping this before we do the... So we were just out we in the world again. Be, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. We're in the future. It's, it's great to be in the future here in the danger room. It's yeah, like nice. It. It's comfortable. We're getting to warm weather. So happy for warm weather. Yeah, fucking Dude. May. Dude, as soon as it gets... A, even if it's like 71. When it's above 70, my, my whole being is just filled with joy just so much more uh, enjoyment in life yeah Jen, Jen today was just like I want to do something I was like well name it and let's go do it yeah she's like well I want to go to the beach and I was like okay she's like what it's like yeah I'm fine with going out yeah into the world it's nice out it's okay out <laughs> yeah and yeah it doesn't suck fine. so uh, yeah things uh, also other things that don't suck. Yeah, is I was just gonna say the band you know that we have on suck? tonight or yes. today, today, uh, right now, right now, depending on when you're listening to this, Dear Spring, D E A R, Spring. Um, is that really that big of a like? Do people really think deer the animal right away? So I've tagged them in a, in a few posts, uh, like because we do the New Music Friday posts yeah. on the social media, and I I've. I've gone immediately to D E E R for some really? in my head. It, I don't like know. but like I correct it right away. I never like yeah, yeah, I yeah. never let it roll. I but, I but get it, but D-E-E-R. even they said even they said that that's common. Yeah. And it's funny cuz I never thought that at all. I immediately yeah. thought like a letter. Like and maybe 
I don't know. I don't even know why. Yeah. I don't even know why that is. But uh, uh, it surprised me to think like, oh, when people hear Deer Spring, they think like hunting, like, which okay, maybe. Sure. Yeah, that um, worked. But you're not a hunter. No, I'm not a hunter at all. Yeah. Um, I like Bambi. I like Bambi. Um, but I will say this uh, again. We said they don't suck. If you are into music, yeah, that is of the rock genre. Mm-hmm. That uh, is good. That is good. Mm-hmm. Check them out because yeah. not they, only do they not suck, they're pretty, <coughs> pretty great. They hit so many different spots. Um, we talked about it on the episode. You know, they've got a lot of thrice. They've got some four years strong in there. Mm. They've got some like post hardcore stuff. But melody and melody and hooks. and hooks and harmonies and it's it's a great band. Yes. I, I really thoroughly enjoy their music. Um, now Pe- this is Becky Becky actually pitched us them, and I uh, it well, was who's a, Becky Becky from Big Picture Media who's going to be on the next show. Yes, uh, she's a PR agent. Uh, she pitched us them. And I li- it was an, an informal one because that's that's kind of the thing that we have with a lot of these uh, PR agents is like, hey, listen, just like say, hey, this band would be really cool. Yeah, do you and like just, a band? Send them on. Like, right. send me their. Do they have links on Spotify? Cool. Just like mm-hmm. send me them. And uh, I listened to them immediately on Spotify, and you I was hit like, me up immediately too. Oh shit! Like yeah. these guys are great. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna book them on the show, and here we are. They're booked on several, the show. Several weeks later, booked on the show, doing an episode with us. All four members are the, are there. and uh, Now, at the time that you're listening to this, yeah. their new record is out. Moments is right. out now. It is not out as far as where we are right now uh, talking and about Correct. to do the interview. So we haven't heard the record. We've only heard their first two singles. Right. Um, and uh, the newest one is Newspeak. And then they also had uh, Every Now and Then. Both are videos you should check out. Both are very cool. Newspeak is super cool video. We ended up talking about that at the end of the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, you should definitely check that out because it's a really good... Man, that video is so cool, too. Yeah, very, very, um, very cool concept. Cinematic, really awesome. But we haven't heard the record, and it was really cool to talk to them about what kind of musical direction the record took as opposed to their old stuff. Mm-hmm. So now I'm super excited to hear it. And if you're listening to this, you might have heard it already. Or you could go hear it right now because it is out now. Indeed. Indeed. So, without further ado. Adieu. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Deer. D-E-A-R. Yes. Deer Spring. Now. 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 Fucking. Now. Now. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick time out. Uh, we want to tell you all about our awesome sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Uh, we've been telling you about them since the beginning of the year. We've been users for years. Uh, but now they've put out the new Ultra Premium Collection. And what the Ultra Premium Collection includes is a two-in-one shampoo conditioner, a body wash, a hydrating body spray, deodorant and lip balm and uh what you do is you go to the pro uh to the shopping cart yep. you put all your things in there yep and when you're done you use the promo code bacon pod and you get 20 percent off and free shipping 
I'm gonna stop for one second and I'm just gonna let you guys know that I've actually been using this stuff for the last two weeks. I got my order two weeks ago and I've been using it every day. And so I'm just gonna give you a super fast review. The shampoo conditioner is awesome. My hair feels great. It doesn't feel dry. It's not loaded down. It's not weighted down. And it, it actually feels really good. The body wash is awesome. It lathers up really great. I use a very little bit of it. I'm kind of like a uh, sponge guy, so I'll put it on the sponge, loofah, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it's awesome. The, uh, the surprise for me has been the uh, the body spray. Mm -hmm. It's really awesome. I never used anything like that before. I got it and I was like, ah, what's this going to do? I'll tell you what, as a person with tattoos, man, my arms feel dry every now and then. And sometimes for you of you that have tattoos, you understand that like when it gets dry, you start to feel like a raised up area for where mm -hmm. your tattoo was. This actually, it smells great and it feels great and it keeps you hydrated. My hands, my arms, my tattoos, that's what I've really used it on. I haven't done the whole body or anything like that. Uh, I do use all the other products. I use the crop preserver. I use the foot spray at night. I don't use it during the day because it the might The reviver as well wet. for a midday spritz. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that is the, not included in this, but. The wipes are key. You can all use. All this stuff. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got the wipes too. Yep. You can use all this stuff um, and you can get 20% off on all of these things. And of course, their flagship Lawnmower 4.0, which I was skeptical. I had the 3.0. Mm -hmm. They gave us a 4.0. I was like, how much better could it be? It's better. It's way better. I've nicked my sack on the 0.0. And I've nicked my sack zero times on the four point. Right. So go ahead, go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, get 20% off, get free shipping, and support a really awesome brand that we believe yeah. in and support the show a little bit. It's really good, guys. I don't care. If it's not good, I'd tell you because I don't care. Right. So it doesn't matter to me. But honestly, like, I'd use this stuff whether we had a discount or not. And I use our promo discount because that's what we have. <laughs> so have the same discount that we do. Indeed. And go over to manscaped.com and use Bacon Pod as your discount. Hey. Welcome, everybody. No, I didn't even. Sultry. Yeah. Hey. Welcome, everybody, to Bacon is My Podcast. Wow. Today, we have Washington, D.C. native band. Deer Spring. Bam, 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 bam. What's going on, guys? We got David, we've got Jonah, and we've got Martin. The whole band is here. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Bro, you forgot about Cam. <laughs> was, uh, oh, I said him first. You said him first, man. Oh, oh, oh my God, that. I missed that. Number one. We got bro. David. Number we got one. Jonah. We got Marty. No, 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 no. You, you can't, you, you know, he's a, he's a guitar player and. See what I noticed here is is there's no bassist on hand. Correct? Yeah, correct. They're correct. the least important anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is true. Yeah. They're like an octave pedal. It's fine. We we have many yeah. friends who uh who come and play the four strings and come yeah. and join us and help write and do other That's cool what tracks stuff. are for. Yeah, yeah. That's what is the that, uh, are for. Yeah. Is that a is that a conscious choice for you guys to keep the decision making down to a manageable level, or is it uh, like a, we just haven't found the guy, or or what's what's kind of the move there? 
I think it's mostly that we started out as a six piece and we had three guitar players and a bass player and the band kind of evolved over time, but it's always been the same people, including those two that aren't in the band anymore. So from time to time, one of the two of them comes over and plays bass when we play live. Um, and then obviously like when we, when we are on tour and there's conflicts with their touring schedule, um, we'll run tracks and stuff, but Deer Spring is really like these members making music together. And that's kind of why we kept it that way. Nice. That's really that's cool. awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Like I like the, the conscious uh, decision to just keep it. Those guys now, are those guys still involved in the writing process at all too? Yeah. To, to an extent. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I'd say there's like an extended deer spring family. That's kind of part of the writing process too. Like we've got, you know, the producers that we've worked with on our last few records that have really helped um, there's a studio that we always go to work out of and dudes who run that work kind of always hearing what we're playing and chiming in and, you know, contributing and also sometimes like mixing our stuff. So, um, I think the sound is really like the four of us, but then like we have like a whole family that contributes to everything. That's my answer though. Sorry. Sorry guys. Not trying to speak. No, 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 no. That, no, that's, that's a good true. answer, Dave. Spot on. Yeah. I like, I like that. that. That's really cool. And, and, that's what uh, a lot of people kind of we, we talk to a lot of different people and stuff like that and a lot of different bands and the, the writing process and things of that nature. And, you know, we, we've we've even brought on producers on the show and it, it's it's amazing how people don't even realize that, like, when you go into a studio with a song, sometimes that producer it will give you something that makes it completely different, just changes the whole course of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and how involved they are in the writing process, the Other sounds, the ears. extra, the extra nuances and things like that, things of that nature is, you know, they're huge with that. With our, so. with the latest song, the, the new, new speak, the latest single, um, when we were working with Nick Brusezzi of Man Overboard, he, we brought him the demo and he was like, this song doesn't have a chorus. And we were like, what do you, this is the chorus is showing, you know. He's like, nah, it's not a chorus. I need a chorus. <laughs> and now when I hear it, I'm like, oh my god, it's so obvious. It's so yeah. obvious that there wasn't a chorus, and we needed this like straight middle of the road like chorus to be like the big theme of the song. And um, it's so funny, just even with the four of us like writing and working so hard on these demos that we just didn't see it. You know, what's well, crazy? Yeah. When I had so to walk across the street. Right? I was so upset. I was like, that's the fucking chorus, man. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm going to go get another ice coffee and try to walk it off. And then I came back and like, you guys had some chords and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> that's a chorus for sure. Yeah. They're right. Shit. Catchy as fuck. Isn't that, isn't that crazy Everything's got to be like, catchy as fuck. When, when everybody's so like, uh, their heads are so in it, you almost can't even look at it like it's anything other than what you're looking at. You know, you need somebody yeah. else to come in and go, did you even know that this makes no sense here? Or <laughs> you don't have, you're like, you're like, well, how do you like the bridge? And you're like, there isn't one. Why? What are you doing? You just stop <laughs> You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> what's a, what's a, a Deer Spring uh, songwriting uh process like is it i mean especially with the pandemic you know everybody kind of adjusted and changed things and whatever um so it was it is it four guys getting into a room and bashing out some chords or is it hey i I, i've got a demo done i you know 
somebody records something and brings it to, to everybody. We have guys that, that have even just, they throw a fucking Google drive up and they just throw files and they, right. they'll, they'll just cycle things out. Okay. Right on this, right on this, right on this. And, and they chop it up and everything. So what's, what's your guys process like? Well, yeah, our process is definitely the, the latter of like the, the, well, the, um, the second option that we have the, the luxury that most of us in the band are actually engineers. So we, and we're all like been writing and recording this stuff until, um, until our single dumb luck, we were self-produced with everything. So most of the time it is like, you know, Dave has an idea and he has that verse chorus bridge kind of going and he programs drums to it and sends it around or Jonah does that or, or I do that. Um, and Cam will sometimes like record guitar riffs um, and then send those and then I'll program drums to it. So it sort of is like, you know, if someone has a pretty cohesive idea and then um, other people contribute to it. And then when we, we actually do get together at, um, at my DC spot uh, called Ivacota run by Ben Green, um, super sick spot where we just throw up mics around, around a practice setup and just like hash nice. it out. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, Martin, if you're, uh, so you're programming sometimes, you're programming drums to, to the things that everybody's sending you. Um, my first record with, with my band, our drummer did that as well. Like he, when we were recording it, that's how he was writing out his drum parts. And then when we came into the studio, he was like, oh shit, I have to play this now. Um, <laughs> how, like how many, have you caught yourself in those things where you're just like, damn it. Why don't yeah, do for sure. <laughs> I always go, um, I always go super basic, like with, with right. my program drums and I don't, you know, I don't try to um, do anything super flashy when it comes to programming so that I don't sort of like, cause once you hear it like one way, then it's really hard to sort of backtrack right. and try to rewrite it. So I really keep it super, I pretty much intentionally don't even use toms when I program the, the drum beats for that specific reason. Cause I, yeah, I think every drummer has done that in the modern age right, that, for sure. That first time that you start trying to program something, you're like, I need more hands. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. I do that to my drummer. Or constantly. yeah, I was going to say, if you're, it's, it's fantastic. If you're the drummer awesome. and you program yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's like, I he's like, dude, I don't have a practice kit. Yeah. 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 You playing, you're like, I know. I don't play drums, so I'm whenever I demo stuff, it always ends up having some part in it where like the drummer is playing with three arms, and Marty's like, "Dude, chill out, man." But that's and actually incredible. That's like cool sometimes. Yeah, it is cool. It is cool. But what, what's yeah. cool is that I feel like anytime Marty sends around demos, the drums, like they, yeah, sure, they might be the same GGD like sample kit or whatever, but it always sounds like a real drummer, like because you you always yeah. you know what you're doing, like as an engineer producer and drummer so it's like it's got the right feel to it the velocities are right you're not over complicating it it makes yeah. it's mixed like pretty good up front and i'm always like god damn it i really gotta it's take not, uh, we, we not, just max out the velocity 36 so no. yeah yeah same. make sure make sure that that line is red maximum <laughs> velocity. And the, yeah all yeah. the way up kick, it out. kick and exactly. snare dark red that's all you need. There's one song. There's one song on the Moments EP that uh, we haven't announced yet, where the like the main chorus drum beat. I didn't even add anything. Dave programmed this beat, and he was kind of like, I don't know, and just like threw an idea out there, and he didn't think it made any sense at all. But I was like, 
that's sick. I never would have thought of that. Never in like a million years. Mm-hmm. And it was just really, it's cool. It like feels awkward to play and it's like kind of dumb, but it sounds so cool. So it works, you know, it goes both ways sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be the cool thing about writing the way that, that you guys do and the way that kind of like, like you were bringing up that COVID kind of made a lot of us do um, is you're getting ideas on what someone would think that you would be doing. And so Mm -hmm. you're having to look at it and go like, that's kind of what I would do, but not. So now I have to do it different and it kind of helps you figure out new ways to play, which is pretty awesome. Like I've, I've found that that's happened uh, for me a few times. So that's gotta be a cool experience as well, rather than like, you know, Oh great. The singer gave me a drum part. Yeah. Oh (laughs) man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure sure that's gotta be like Marty. Marty, what song was it that you were talking about? Uh, the last one, Empty Frames. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I was like, maybe it's Empty Frames. All right. It is, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't even oh, so I didn't even know he didn't even know that. Anything. Yeah. Nice. That's great. He's like, I've written a bunch of things that I think won't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which song was yeah. this? <laughs> so, uh, so one thing that I will say is the DC music scene is pretty awesome. Uh, and you know, like you guys, uh, one of our buds, uh, Raleigh V, he, he oh, like yeah. loves you guys. Um, and also, so like, I guess, uh, so another, another friends, uh, friends of ours, uh, high wind, they from Jersey, uh, Dick. they ended yeah. up getting, they ended up having, uh, a cancellation in the DC area. And I hit up today, a couple of like people in the, in the DC area on Twitter and like, no, no seconds flat. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, we got something. Let's let's do this." So, yeah, how do you? Awesome. How, yeah, that is that is super cool that you guys are like so welcoming and stuff like that. Because I'll tell you what, in Long Island, besides us, uh, none of us do that. <laughs> so, so we'll get you a nice crowd, but but yeah, fuck you guys. You're not gonna get on. But no, I mean, like, is that is that how the scene is in the DC area? Is it like as welcoming as uh, you know, it seems on? Yeah, I think what I'll just say is I think like the dudes in Deer Spring and in the community, the bands that are doing well, make an effort to support each other and like create an environment where, where, you know, rock music is still happening and people are still showing up for it and supporting it and wanting it to be a thing. Um, It's it, it, there are periods of time where DC was like the kingdom for that kind of music, especially like punk music. Right. Right. Um, I think it's definitely a conscious effort. I mean, the, the thing with Highwind, so glad that that could work out. Like our buddies, you know, who play with us in deer spring wound up catching wind of that, helping them put that show together. Obviously um, you know, there's a bunch of other great artists that we've been playing with for years. Omar in Raleigh, um, that, that's his stage name, right? But like we've been playing with him for years and I actually co-wrote some of the songs on that record um, and, nice. and helped oh, produce wow. some of that with him actually too. So like, it's just like one big community. And I think like we've just learned over the years that that like we're all just trying to, you know, make it and make this scene like a reality and support it because without it, um, you know, playing lots of rooms with only bands there and, you know, people not really (laughs) making time to come out and support live music, especially with the pandemic and everything, not that we want to go down that rabbit hole. So it's like, it's really like you, you get as much out of it as you put into it. And it's not like, it's like, um, 
you know, a selfish thing where like, oh yeah, we're helping other people out, people out just because like we want to, you know, um, get favors back. But it's more like if there's no community, then there's like nothing for us all to be a part of. Well, yeah, I think that's super important that people don't seem to understand sometimes until you're in it that like nobody makes it or whatever that is in a in a vacuum. Like there's there's mm-hmm. yeah. you can point back to mm-hmm. any band that you've ever liked and and say okay where did they come from? They aren't the only band that happened from where they're coming from. Like there was a scene yeah. there and and a number of people from that scene were working together and they were putting on these great shows and they were getting a lot of people out to see the shows and it's always got to be a community effort because it's like you rely on fans of music and fans of live music to be there and one band isn't going to be able to do that you know like yeah. it's just impossible to do it that way so i think it's pretty cool like i i noticed it when um i was when i checked out the video for uh, every now and then and you guys described it as like a love letter to the dc music scene and yeah. seeing all the all the spots show up in the video and everything it was it was cool because it was like it was like, oh, I can, I can kind of like run a parallel to venues here that that we know and and things like that, where it's like, oh, every place has their little scene, and there's, you know, for better or worse, there's a bunch of them, a bunch of little scenes in that scene, but there's always that that kind of like little core unit in in a few of them that are working together and kind of realize mm. that like, hey, let's let's make this fun and special for everyone not just try and make it successful or whatever for us yeah. you know do you guys totally. do you guys find yourself uh do you guys find yourself booking with some of the same people and stuff like that because we like we get shit for it all the time like yeah other bands they're like you you book the same bill every time it's like well, yeah yeah well you yeah, want to play with your friends works. right yeah that right? too that too yeah. like you know like but like locally it's like hey it, it fucking works, right? So yeah. we'll, we'll rotate it out every week. But like, <laughs> we're we're always down to play with new bands. Like, I'm always interested to see yeah. what new bands. Because, like, believe it or not, like there are some really sick bands in the like DC, Baltimore, you know, Maryland, Virginia area. Okay, but I don't believe you. Being, Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, like there aren't that many. Like there are a bunch of uh, great ones, but it's not like the the scene here is like so huge that like any day of the week you can see five bands that are all like similar genres or like rock music that are popping off. Like I would, I would say that like, while there have been some amazing acts that have come from this area historically, and even today, great acts playing like the ones that are like actually out there, like taking it seriously. Like it's, it's not like there's a huge long list. Right. And so like for us, I think it's, it's sort of like we want to play with the bands that are, contributing to the scene right and like yeah. uh, and, and part of it's also like these are the people that like get you right like they understand what you're into you're going to have a lot of bands and like different things that you're into like we haven't we've been like dming with um with um with a bunch of different bands just about like getting out on the road and mm-hmm. trying to play new shows and it's just crazy like what kind of like in like interests you find out that you guys have in common like for example highwind right we started dming with them we're going to be playing some shows with them later this year but we only just started talking to them like a month or so ago and right off the bat i was like oh yeah kingdom hearts all right we're obviously going to be friends like like right off the bat (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah there's also an element of um 
in DC, there's a bit of a struggle in terms of like venues post COVID. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah. there was like, yeah. a, there are a couple places that closed down. They were just real, um, real gut punches. You know, they were like perfect size. We played there a bunch of times, had great relationships with them. And um, it feels a little bit like we're uh, now that everyone's kind of comfortable playing shows again, like it, everyone's sort of like, where's the next hot spot? Where's the spot? You know, right? Yeah. what's what's going to happen? Did it feel like starting over at all for you guys in in, in terms of that? Because um, I know like for me, it was like that that very first time getting back on stage. It was almost like it was too emotional it was just like oh my god i'm on stage you know like i was freaking out uh but it was also there was this like weird like pressure of like god it feels like we're like starting from nothing right now even though even though you're not you know you still Mm -hmm. have people out there and you've got support you've got other bands and you know but but like you said some of those venues that like supported you are gone so you're trying new venues now and you're working trying to work with new people now and you're having to start over these relationships that you used to be able to just call or text or something and be like, Hey, we're looking for a spot here, here. And they mm-hmm. had a reputation with you. And now it's like this, this whole like new crop. Did you guys, are you guys feeling that or is there, was it kind of like a, just kind of coming back into it and being able to jump right back in? No, hundred percent felt that. I mean, it was, it was a combination of, of different things too. I mean, there's the emotional side of it of being on stage. But then it's also like even trying to get the word out about the show, you know, earlier on when we were like coming back and and easing into shows again, there still were a lot of people, you know, friends of ours who love seeing us play who were still not comfortable, you know, going into an indoor place to see shows. So it was, you know, there were there were a lot of different factors from coming back from the pandemic that felt that way. And then there's also a piece of it where it felt a lot like, you know, you're building momentum like that. That's always sort of the goal is you want to keep building and building on, on stuff that you did. And then it just have two years where it's like, well, I guess we're gonna stay on our couches, and you know, it's everything, everything kind Welcome of. Welcome to my you know. streaming online show. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, right, right. Did did but, did um, you guys uh, get into the streaming online stuff at all? No, I mean, like we, I think we took time to do like a bit of a reinvention, which is what most people did, right? Um, yeah. No, none of us have OnlyFans, so don't try to find it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> no, more, more, more of what we did was we were like we never really done any recordings of any covers before so like for fun before we can meet up we were like why don't we try just doing like a, a couple of cover songs let's do it completely remotely so like cam yeah. bought like a little interface and like tracked all his guitars di and marty like programmed all the drums and i tracked guitars at my place and then reamped all the guitars um, Marty track bass, Jonah recorded his own vocals. And then like, we had fun with having, a, you know, a few of the songs sent to Marty to mix, a few of them sent to me to mix. And we put them out just like for fun, um, right. for like a few months on, uh, I think a few of them are still on our band camp. And that was like our first little exercise. And then right after that, it was like, okay, let's write a record. Let's like, let's record, take this yeah. time and like write a record, redefine our sound and like give another big push. And so like, from my perspective, I think while it was to like Jonah's point, like a bit of a like uh, uphill battle with coming back from COVID, I also feel like incredibly lucky because I feel like it revitalized us more than it ever had in our you know, career as a band. And like, if you look at, you know, by the end, especially by the end of this year, if you look at what Deer Springs done since 2020 versus what Deer Springs did before 2020, it just feels like we doubled our speed, doubled our focus, enhanced sure. the value of our art, like everything. 
So I do. I do yeah, find we, like we pop- never. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Everyone has the. No, no, you go. Yeah, you yeah, go. yeah. I, I was gonna say it, it was kind of like like to you know Dave's point. We we almost had like a little bit of a hiatus, you know, with the pandemic. There was a lot of uncertainty. We didn't know what to do as far as navigating. So that that you know cover album or cover song set that we did, uh, I just felt like. So Marty Marty said this earlier that you know most of us are are producers. I'm actually the one guy that's not a producer, but you know bless his heart, Marty was the one that actually taught me how to like you know track everything appropriately, make sure like you know the signals right, everything. And um, yeah, yeah, that was the catalyzing moment to Dave's point of us getting feeling reinvigorated and and re inspired. So um, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that was said. Um, that's awesome because you honestly that was means until it's taken away <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah totally we take things for granted sometimes so it's uh it's so, awesome that we came back so so you guys for anybody who has not listened to your spring before they've got uh a lot of cool sounds so yeah. like it's uh you've got some like four years strong but then you've got got some like legit metal core <laughs> stuff going and you got like there's there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. Uh, so, I want to know what what covers did you do? Right. Yeah. How did you pick? Oh, because yeah. those are not on the Spotify. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, like there were some strategic 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 decisions made with like what's up on Spotify, what's not. I'm sure you guys are in bands, so you know what it's like when you're like thinking about how do your plays reflect, and like also if something's in your top five and it's not one of your songs, like, what does that look like? Right. All of that right, stuff. Right. But it um, looks like paper cut for me, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it, it looks like alien ant farm, but yeah. Right. yeah. Um, I'll just, I'll, I'll say um, we, the covers that are on our band camp, I think right now, one is um, uh, quicksand by the story so far, um, okay. which John was really nice. stoked about. I mean, we were all really stoked about it. And then the other one, um, which at the time seemed pretty fitting, is It's Dangerous Business Walking Out Your Front Door by Under Oath. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then we did a couple others. Marty, do you want to talk about those? <laughs> Not to put you in the hot seat. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, yeah, well, a couple of them sort of like didn't get fully finished. Um, we, did, uh, we did one by Thrice which is like one of our main, like right in the center of our Venn diagrams. I was diagrams. just going to say that. Um, that, that's just, another sound I totally heard as well. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Sweet. And, uh, and the other one was a brand new cover. And those two, we were kind of like, at, at, by the time this was wrapping up, we had kind of already started moving on to defining like what was going to be our, our next, our next sound like in, in, in our originals and sort of uh, getting some, getting some outside uh, advice and like some consulting on on what we should do so um we kind of just didn't like fully see that through but it was sort of at at a time where we all felt like we were literally sitting on our hands and feeling really like anxious and afraid it was like it's what kept us busy at that time you know and it was like super important for sure yeah so what thrice songs was it because i like uh it was the earth will shake off oh great yeah Oh yeah, we didn't quite stick the vocals. It's just so hard to get that. Like, there's like a crazy like uh, church yeah. choir sound right. in there, and uh, it was just so much going on. But um, I don't know. You know, it is one of those things where I feel like in a couple of years, 
we could get we could <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe we'll come back to it one day yeah. one day we'll do that mm-hmm. but like dustin yeah. does have kind of a unique voice so definitely it's, uh, it's yeah. definitely a challenge I was emulate. having to strain and like trying to do all these different things to get like close to it without just being like mimicking his voice because like I wanted to do my own spin on it, you know. Of but course. Yeah, yeah. even then, it like the the space that his vocals fill on that track is so perfectly fitting to the rest of the song and like what it is that it just we we yeah we we were trying a lot of different things and by the time we were getting close, we were just like. All right, but let's work on a record now. Yes, <laughs> yeah. didn't quite get finished. So. One one thing hey, I want to say about that song. cigarettes. <laughs> right, right, right. This episode of Bacon Is My Podcast is brought to you by DrinkWildBills.com and GrowYourRouseOff.com. Use promo code Bacon to get ten percent off your entire order. Yeah, uh, grilling season is never over, and you always want to quench your thirst. And why not do it with some craft made beverages by yeah, the, wild bills the two work together pretty awesome yeah agreed so go ahead hit them up check it out it helps them which are awesome companies and it helps us it helps us and it helps you and it helps you to because you like live del- a more flavorful life you like delicious things in your mouth indeed so do go it. do it now do it <clears throat> one thing I will say, like, so for like that song, that record came out one of the first times I've so- I saw them live, and oh, yeah. it was like a departure from artists in the ambulance, right? And right, everybody yeah, totally. just shit all over when it like the song started. Yeah. And I'm like, why, <laughs> why, what are you doing? And then the chorus hits, and and everybody like started losing their fucking minds. It was, yeah, uh, yeah. Taste the Chaos, or was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God, God. I missed that tour. Chaos, I loved dude. that tour. I loved, I loved yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then all of a sudden, because they were like, oh the, oh, the guitar player's behind a keyboard. Fuck these guys. I'm like, what? Get, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's an interesting thing to bring man. up, too. Because, like, I think when bands want to try to do something new and, like, different than what, you know, people are used to hearing, it can be, like, an uphill battle. And then sometimes that's what makes them as big as like the biggest thing ever. Like I know for thrice, they had a a core fan base and a lot of people that were like looking for that more post hardcore sound from artists in the ambulance when, you know, this came out and the other records. But then I think like they tapped into a whole new demographic of fans when they did the album index and they were on college radio and all of that stuff, you know, and people, like you said, like what they dabbled with it with a issue, but then, People were like, what's with the keyboard sounds and all this like yeah. spacey, like radiohead stuff? Play paper tigers. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I don't know, man. It's a Thrice is the like perfect example. Oh, sorry. Thrice is the perfect example of a band aging gracefully. And yeah. that's like yes. all that anyone mm. can hope for who plays music. Has anybody it's just like have you guys heard the new single? Oh, yes. dude. It's super awesome. fucking awesome. Thing. Yeah, I've been listening to yeah. it nonstop. I love it's it. It's fucking love awesome. It. It's really great. I mean, even the Scavengers acoustic song. Yeah, is, yeah, it's pretty sick yeah, it's too. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. So, did you guys have any hesitation, or did you think about that when deciding on where you wanted to take your music and where you wanted to update your music? Were you kind of like, was that a nervous thing? Where you're like, are our fans that like us gonna like it, or were you like, fuck it, we're doing this, we're a band, we're musicians, we're artists, and Chips fall where the chips fall. Move forward, yeah. I think 
I'll just say my quick response and then you guys should answer because I think we all have different feelings about it for sure. Um, Moments was the first time I think we all were like really on the same page about wanting to go for a sound, like a cohesive sound. I think we've like always, that's always been a a, a wish, right? But I think to your point, like what you were saying about our music before, if you listen to our records before this one, um, I think it's a little, they're a little more genre all over the place. Um, we we kind of do that. That's kind of our thing, right? We draw from a bunch of different influences. And we're not afraid to sound like different genres on different songs. Um, but I think with this record, what we tried to really do was do that, but do that in a way where you listen to the record and it's like, oh yeah, that all makes sense as one record and one sound, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in kind of different directions. So it was very much a um an intentional decision this time around and it comes with risks definitely does and i mean you see it play out as the release cycle goes on certain things that maybe sound more like your older stuff just do really well at first and then other things that are kind of a departure might be uh you know, growers, not showers. Uh, right, you right. Gotta just be, uh, <laughs> you gotta be confident. <laughs> I, one thing I know is I'm confident as hell in the art that we made, and I feel like it's super cohesive. So I think it was a huge step forward, regardless of you know where the chips land. To your point, that's awesome. I think that's really yeah. cool. What what I, what I was wondering is because you, you talked about making a record, and you guys are like making a record, making a record, but then that was post like you know coming out of the COVID nineteen uh, thing. But like during COVID, so or and just before COVID, so many people were approaching it, uh, approaching the music industry and releases as let's do singles, let's do singles, let's do singles. Is that something that you guys kind of thought about doing, or did it just so happen that these songs kind of, like you said, they were cohesive, they belong together, or did you go into this just saying, no, I'm not going to do the single thing? Obviously, you're re- releasing singles, but like <laughs> we need to make a record. Mm-hmm. Is that, is going that into it I, well going into it everybody I think had a different idea as far as where that was going to land there were definitely some times where it was like no nah, this is going to be like an EP this is going to be a record these songs work together but as we were talking through like options for what we wanted to do for later for releases or like you know single releases and things the idea of just releasing everything as a single came up and there, there was a lot of consideration that we put around that. Um, and at the end of the day, I think where we all landed was we didn't want to decide that before we were done. Like we really wanted to just go in and let whatever we were trying to express through what we were writing come out in the studio, come out in the tracks. And then once we were done and we were looking at everything, then we could really make that decision. Because at that point, it's just like, how are people going to be introduced to it, right? How are we going to be sharing, you know, the, the songs and things and whether or not, oh yeah, no, these, you know, these songs really work as a cohesive whole or whether they work as individual singles. But that would sort of, that question would answer itself when we were finished. Mm. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Cool. Well, right now, we actually have to pay some bills. Right. Nice. You're going to help us, you're and help you, us do that have to help us do that right so we are sponsored one of our gracious sponsors is pod decks and what pod decks is it's uh it's a it's decks of cards different decks of cards for for people who are budding podcasters who don't have verbal diarrhea like we do and uh (laughs) they have a number of decks within each deck there is 50 cards within each card 
there is a question. So what we're going to have you guys do is each pick a deck and then pick a random card. So we have uh, the episode deck. We've got interview deck one, interview deck two. We've got would you rather, what the heck, and then the two brand new ones, uh, the MTV branded, the old school, what the fuck deck. And then also the how dare you deck. <laughs> and if you pick this, you have to say it like that yeah, because like that. Mr. Okay. Bighead from Rocco's Modern Life. So, um, so <laughs> Cam, we'll, we'll start with you. Which which one of those decks would you like to uh, pick from? Well, I mean, I, I definitely was a old fan of like the old school MTV days. I so. knew it. What I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. We got the uh, uh, Dave. Yes. Which one are you uh, going? Oh, oh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh? um, I'll go. What, what? What was it? How dare you? Was that it? I like it. I, I was like good. It. That was good. It was very right. guttural. I liked it. I cool. Like I liked cool. it. Okay. Uh, and you can you can pick the same deck. You don't. Yeah, you can pick the same deck. So. Oh, good. Uh, good. Was you said that there was a would you rather one? There, there absolutely is. is. There is. <laughs> Give me that one. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> Martin. What, what about you, sir? I gotta go with MTV as well. All right. Okay. Yeah. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna do something that we've never done before. Okay. With the finger of power. All right. They're gonna both have to pick at the same time. Oh shit! Yes. All, All right, right. So I'm gonna shuffle. <laughs> While he shuffles. I'm just going to let everybody that's listening know that you can go to poddecks.com and check out all these sweet decks, bro. Sweet decks and all the cool stuff that you can get over there. They have some swag. They have new decks all the time. They have an app. They have all kinds of cool things that you can do over at poddecks.com. If you decide you want to pick up anything, just use the promo code BACON. Because everything is better with BACON. And you can get 10% off your entire order. And it helps the show. We thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, it helps us keep this shit free. Yeah. All right, so uh, you know what? That that was good. So since we're doing something for the first time, we'll do that last. Okay. All right. All right. So we're gonna go with the how dare you, Dad. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? All right. So All right. we're gonna fan this out here. Bigger power starting on my left, going to my right. Your right to your left. You tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. From the How Dare You deck. Where is the weirdest place that you've gone to the bathroom? <laughs> is this for all of us or just the no, people? No, okay. just for you. Just just for you. For me. All right. Um, whew, weirdest place I've gone to the bathroom. Okay. Um, and you have to tell oh. us whether it was business or pleasure as well. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> um... Well, I'll just say the the weirdest place that I've gone to the bathroom was on the side of a road in the town Cadiz in southern Spain because I was there for Carnival, which is like Mardi Gras. Nice. Yes. Um, yep. And basically the streets there just become toilets on that day and it's terrible and everyone's <laughs> peeing and shitting everywhere and everyone's in costumes and it's like Halloween Plus Mardi Gras. So it's, it's just like Bourbon Street. Yeah, it, well, it's like Bourbon Street, but like everyone's speaking Spanish, and it's like four in the morning the whole time, even though it could be a different time. That's what it's like. Yeah. 
What was your costume? And was it easy to uh, go to the bathroom in? Uh, so it was easy to go to the bathroom too. It was in, in, it was, uh, I was Dexter. So I had like an oh, old nice. blood okay. splatter right. on it, um, which was cool. Oh, the apron probably helped. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it shielded. I had to be careful not to piss on it. Uh, but, yeah. But what was the weirdest part about it is like four feet from me was a guy selling hot dogs. So I like just got a hot dog right after too. So you just tried to blend in? <laughs> just, I was just like pissing, looking over, just like, hey, can you uh, can you throw another one on there for me? Sweet dog, wow. did you before you before sweet you ate dog, the hot dog? Sweet dog, can I get a dog? <laughs> Dog, Before you bro. ate that hot dog, did did you take a slit out of out of the top of it, like like on the cheek at all? Oh shit! Um, no, I didn't. I should have done that. I should have done that. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Missed opportunity. All right. Next time. Yeah, but we're, before right. we're done, I have a question for you guys. If you stack two decks on top of each other, is is that uh -huh. technically one deck still, or is it two separate decks? Pod decks. That that's called a mess. That is called a mess. <laughs> so we don't right, do that. Right. I, I think they're I think but they count cards, as two decks yes. because they have different uh different cover art. Right. So uh, oh, the there you go. So it becomes yeah. one deck. Because I'm just thinking so if like got, if you take two sandwiches cards, right? And you put two sandwiches on top of each other, that's still a sandwich, right? That's one oh, sandwich. Oh absolutely. Oh yeah. Totally absolutely. one sandwich. Uh for future reference, Dave. We ask the questions here. All uh, right. <laughs> How dare Jonah. you? Yes. There you go. There we there go. go. All right. Now you can Yes, sir. You're up, sir. Oh. Finger power. My left and my right. Your right to your left. You tell me when to stop. Stop. <laughs> Aggressive stop. I like it. All right. Jonah, at your funeral. What strange thing would you like to happen to lighten the mood? Oh, God. So this, this is a very wide subject matter that there are quite, quite a few entries in. I'm going to have to, mm, I have to think <laughs> on this for just, just a hot second. All right. All right. Weird thing at the funeral. Okay. Okay. You're going to make people laugh. You're going to gross them out. What are you doing? What's, what's, what's your move? I think, no, this is so tough. So it's like, I really want to play music, but kind of like we were talking about earlier about how you leave a diner. Like what's, what's the song you put on as right. you're leaving? Like yes. the music that I would want to play is in that vein so that it's literally just like the most abrasive music or like terrible <laughs> or like or like for example when when there's a moment where there is supposed to be music i'd be like and here is john cage's four minutes and 33 seconds and just have everybody <laughs> sit there in awkward silence like whatever it is like just the music selections and and you didn't ask because you didn't have to but everything would be clipping <laughs> Everything. Oh, oh man. All of the music is just <laughs> the entire time. That that would be it. Wow. 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 I'll drink to that. Yeah. That's bravo. Bravo. <laughs> I, like that. I like that a lot. Just don't invite me to your funeral. I hope I don't worry. <laughs> Does anyone invite right. anyone? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is hey, it an yeah. invitation? I'm dead right invitation now. Invitation only. Over. I feel like I feel like that's more of an obligation. Oh, 
Here's a thing you should do. Here's the address. My uncle invited you. <laughs> right. My uncle's my uncle's crazy. He was crazy. He was crazy. He was awesome though. All right. So wait, Cam wait and Martin. Yeah, way to go. Way to make it weird. Uh Cam and Martin, you're both gonna choose. Okay. So when you say stop. So so I'll start from left to right. Uh can you go first and then we'll go from right to left and Martin, you go second. Okay. Stop. Stopping right there. Pull yep. that up. All right. Martin? Mm-hmm. Stop. Stopping right there. All righty. All right. Martin, your question is first because it happens to be in my hand. What is something that literally everyone looks stupid doing? Oh. Um, Play a drum. Trying, try- <laughs> <laughs> I got right. it. I got it. Uh, trying to scratch that itch on your back that's just out of reach. Yeah. Oh, yes. You got to do it like a grizzly in the woods. You got to find something. Yeah. Just rub your yeah, back on it. It's when you it's when you try from that way and then the other way right, right. and then that way again and yeah. Dislocating yeah. your shoulder. Oh my god, yep. that's the worst when you kind of reach around. Right. That way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who said who said drumming? <laughs> because you're right. Uh, because you're totally right. I was just having a conversation with my drummer the other day, and he was like, "Why are there n- no one ever gets good photos of me when I'm drumming?" And I'm like, "That's because you're drumming. You're moving too fast. You have to. You have to like stop. You have to do something and be like, and then yeah. someone will see your arm up and they go, oh, get a picture.' But you're moving, Marty. Too fast. What, Marty, what's that thing you say about fo- photographers at shows and drummers? Oh man, you're putting me on the spot. I like literally don't remember. I feel like you're always like drummers. Are they even in the band? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have. No, there's always before. a few shots of drummers. They're just never used because they're never cleared. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be rough, one of those drummers that like, that drums with a fake smile on the entire time because you never know when someone's gonna take a shot. So the whole you show do you know like, that. So you know that feeling though when you feel or see the photographer kind of sidestep and you oh, know yeah. that they're like they're about to take some pictures of you right now and you're like okay oh it's like them fix my posture and like try to, <laughs> try to have like a neutral face but you know it's fucking impossible it's just never gonna see, happen neutral face is the i'm telling you neutral face is the wrong move and i tell my drummer yeah. this all the time i'm like make the dumbest face as possible open your mouth as big as possible do every <laughs> cliche weird thing point the drumstick at the cat like anything yeah. dumb you can do <laughs> marty's like cat- having an allergy attack to all of those suggestions <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna get used and you're gonna be like all right it looks like i'm doing something at least well, <laughs> every shot is this see i'm super lucky because my drummer, his eyes go in two different directions. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Question for Cam. So I was going to say, before you start, your drummer is photogenic, then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as you don't mind looking at people who look in two different directions, dead on. It's okay, man. That's right. It just it means it, you got to take it a photo from the side. You can't take a photo from the front because he doesn't even know you're there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lizard. Cameron, have you? Weird question. Have you ever eaten an entire tube of Pringles by yourself? That's the question. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, you made you say what? Who has it? All the time. 
That's the fucking question. No, man. Who has Can we it? select a different one? I mean, that's an easy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Well, what, what are we what like is, an what indie your, band? What is your flavor <laughs> of choice, though? So uh, I've got a hot take. I've got a hot take. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I like the um, cheddar and sour cream. <laughs> what the fuck? I literally just picked the same question. Cheddar and sour cream. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Wait, wow. so there's two two cards. No, no, no. I, I threw I, it in. We put it back in the deck, and I and I uh, grabbed one random. It's the same fucking one. Dude, um, you should be a magician. Mine, Go to Vegas. Mine is is original. Okay. That's your favorite. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Vanilla, your favorite ice cream? No, oh, you eat, you drink coffee black too. You're like I do. I do. You're like I don't like flavor. I'm all about the black coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys Maybe are not did guess it. Martin gets Black it. Coffee. Black yep. coffee is good. You guys are nuts. Uh, gets it too. <laughs> crazy. What secret conspiracy would you like Ooh. to start? Oh, dude, this is not cool. <laughs> 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 oh, this is not cool Damn. at all. <laughs> Jim, we finally found a question that's going to get clickbait for our, Perfect. For our <laughs> shows. Don't lose your job, Cam. I don't want to lose my job over this, dude. <laughs> now, now I'm really interested. So give us give us choice B, and then off the air, give us choice A, because I really need to know now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, E.T. is real. E.T. is real? All right. But no, it's got, you, you're gonna, you got to start, start that one. one? You're going to start that one? <laughs> And just leave it? I don't know. Cat's out of the bag, dude. <laughs> I've seen, Ouch. I've seen that movie. Weird. It exists. <laughs> the movie exists. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I totally agree. Have you, you ever... Have you ever birds ever... aren't real or anything like birds, that? No, that's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> no shit. I, I, I know a guy that, like, just accepts anyone that you tell him like anything yeah. other than uh, anything other than a rational explanation yeah. does not work that, that's the only thing that'll work like you give him something rational he's like nope can't be that yeah like he he was trying to tell me about the bird one and he was like have yeah. you ever seen a baby pigeon and i was like yes yes i have these <laughs> pigeons i was a child they lay eggs i've seen baby pigeons and he was like well <laughs> the government yeah <laughs> Fucking Hillary Deep State. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they're making fake birds in the deep state, man. Oh my god, they're making fake birds. That's crazy. You so know, uh, live, I live right down the street from Comet Ping Pong, which is the center of the um yeah the Pizza, Pizza Gate thing. Pizza Gate, Pizza Gate. Yeah, so yeah. crazy, dude. That's wow. that's insanity. That's amazing. That's amazing. I the the only thing I do enjoy about that story is that the the that the dude got to the pizza place, yeah, strapped and ready to go, and then had to have that moment where he was like, "Fuck!" Oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, so can, can I say something about that? So the guy yes. walks in with the jean jacket on, and yeah. then he has a he's like an actor. In his right. headshots, he's wearing the same jean jacket. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a conspiracy. That is he's committed to the wall. There you go. See, so I I think he's a bad actor. There you go. Wow. Shazam. Hot takes. Hot takes. That's what we do here. So, um, 
so when we when we first got on, uh, we were talking about you know throwing up the Batman stuff and everything yeah. like that. So what we want to try and get to all of you guys is this: what's your bacon is obviously a metaphor. Bacon mm-hmm. is to us the thing in your life that makes it better, more interesting. Just I, I like to say more gooder, more gooder. Yeah, yeah, more gooder. Um, so your life's you guys good. That side dish comes in, and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" So, so <laughs> Becky, Becky sets up stuff for you guys. What are you not asked about enough? Like, what is the one thing that you want to be asked about that you can talk about just forever? Well, I'll just say for me, <laughs> it's it's this is so this is so lame. It's like the lamest thing. Every every interview we've we'll done judge so you on far, that. we get the yeah. Well, we'll see. Every interview we've done so far, we get the like. We're not going to ask you like what the meaning is behind your songs or like what you're inspired by or anything. And we put a lot of time and work and effort <laughs> into the music video we just released, which yeah. was influenced by by a bunch of different Chris Nolan films, mostly Memento and um, Tenet. And oh, good. I was going to ask just about that, that style. I felt Memento in there. And I think a lot of people have seen it and were like, cool. And like, didn't think more about what's actually going on there because there's a lot of layers. So that's yeah. something I wish we got more questions about. Because cool, hmm. I have a couple questions about it, so good. Sick. <laughs> yeah, hey, go ahead and ask him. Well, oh, I was I was gonna say. Um, so I didn't. I was gonna say I don't want you to give away. Like, I would hate to watch Memento and somebody. Yeah, yeah, what's yeah. Going on, right? But totally. I was gonna ask if. I was going to ask if Memento was part of the influence for that video, but like what led you guys to go, this is the type of video we want to make. Here's, here's where we want to take it because it is a very layered video. I had to watch it like three times just to, just to kind of start putting together what I was seeing. Yeah. Just to be like, okay, here's the story I'm seeing and here's where it's going and here's what's happening, which is awesome. Like, I love that shit. I love anything that, um, that I ha- that encourages me to watch or listen to it again, and I like seeing something different the next time. Yes. So how? So um, what you're saying is that was a super conscious effort going into 100%. it. hundred percent. Was, was that what I'm all saying? You guys- is you are our people. If that's where your head went, because that's a hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. it was not a mistake. It was six months of planning and storyboarding and brainstorming and a lot of late night f- phone calls and very much like we didn't want to just make a music. I think it's easy for a lot of bands these days to like make a video that looks cool and you play music in it and your band looks cool. And I'm not knocking anyone who does that. But to me, like the whole thing is, is about creating art that like is interesting and and goes beyond just, you know, the music. And, and I think for us, this was like a huge, at least for me, you know, my part in it, it was a huge realization of being able to create like what I call like a real work of art and, you know, go beyond the music. So that, that was yeah. totally a super an intentional thing. Yeah. How and much this thought- definitely took us out of our comfort zone to Dave's point. Like we, you know, made a few performance based videos, but we really wanted to do something. And Marty Martin, excuse me, um, just killed it. He killed it. He did. Yeah. Yeah. You're excellent. Excellent leading man in the video. Yeah. 
that was a really good Thank you. I'd never done anything like that. And it was, uh, it was really, I mean, it was a fun experience, but it, you know, it does make you a little bit nervous because you're like, oh man, I, you know, in that moment, um, it is like up to you and you just, I don't know when you haven't done it before. And like, I was, you just worried if you're gonna, if it's how you feel is actually going to translate onto, right. onto the final product. And, uh, you know, working on this like storyline and having the right um, videographer like Carter mm-hmm. for Carter Lou shoots. Um, sh- huge shout out to him. He's like amazing. Uh, it just the end product was so exactly like the feelings and like what I saw in my head, you know, oh, cool. that what and what we all discussed. It was just like, you know, it, it just followed through so well. So I'm, I'm yeah, super I, happy I to hear. Mm-hmm. I did. I, it's interesting to hear that you that you haven't had any experience with anything like that before, because I was going to ask that because um, so much of so much of it could have been overt in the way that you were like kind of being in the video. Uh, yeah. And you had a really good like there was a really good, like subtle performance to it that that made Thank it. You. Yeah, Marty. Yeah, no, it's it's true. It makes it, it you take it more seriously. It would be Chip- really easy to do that video and come across like band guys doing a video, you know what yeah. I mean? And not, mm. not, and, but the way you performed it and the way you did it, you just kind of caught up in the fact that it's a, you forget that like, Oh, this is a guy in the band. Like you, you don't even think about that. You're just kind of like watching it. Like it's a cinematic thing, which I think is really cool. Jim knows wow, this. He Jimmy. is an actor himself. I am not an actor. He's an actor, but I was thrown <laughs> into a situation like that. And I was told a lot about subtlety. And so yeah. I was forced to kind of like really think about that a lot. And so I notice it now. Well, that's, that's something that I never like really asked you and like, you know, you're, you're telling them it's like, so the movie he was in was a uh, broke down. Right. Wow. Your band literally performed in the opening scene. Yes. Right. Yeah. And music then, was in it and we got a full video and I got to put my whole band in it. But then that's the amazing. rest of the Wait. movie, you had to be not you. Right. <laughs> yes. How did um, you do that? <laughs> uh, poorly. I relied a lot on other actors <laughs> who were better than me um, to carry me in situations. And uh, I was roommating with the other lead opposite me, the villain of the film. And mm. he helped me a lot because I sat with him for hours talking about how we were going to approach things. And I was like, yo, man, just... Tell me what to do. <laughs> Tell me what to do. <laughs> Tell me when I suck. I really, I, I don't want to be the thing that makes you guys look like you're in something shitty. And and I'm mm. definitely that thing here that that could tank this. And because uh, I'm, I, I have no experience. And so it was just. So when I notice stuff like that, I'm just kind of like, oh man, you really like excellent job. Really, really good. I was, I was totally caught up in it. I also wanted to know how much thought went into uh picking the things that you were finding yeah that was that was dave um like in terms of choosing those items that were directly pulled out of either directly or metaphorically pulled out from the lyrics themselves okay yeah and that's also one of the one of the ways that dave's really been stepping up generally on this record is contributing lyrically so it was like you know it was really like locked in with the theme and the lyrics. 
That's awesome. Nice. And if you're listening, yeah, I'm. We're all deliberately not telling you what's in this video because you need to go <laughs> check it out. You absolutely, absolutely need to go check it out. Go check it out now. Yes. Uh, well, <laughs> right now. Finish, finish, finish the episode. Pause this. Go, go check it out. <laughs> all this, all this is fresh in your mind right now, and then come back to this and finish it because you're like, then you're like, oh, I even like these guys better, and then you're back in. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Uh, Cam, you're you're obviously the Batman guy. <laughs> or or what else? What's I'm not. Your, what's your? I, what's your I just want to tell sir? the world that I'm not actually Batman, though. <laughs> well, that's exactly what Batman would say. What? Embarrassing me. You're embarrassing Batman. <laughs> that is not what that me in front of my Robin. That would, <laughs> also, did Batman uh, have this kind of beard? No, I'm just kidding. Maybe he should. if he would, it would it would be a glorious beard. Exactly. There you go. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't in Hollywood because they're fucked up in Hollywood and they don't like to show things the way they really are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Jonah, what, what about you? What What is it that you're not asked about enough? Being the singer of a band, I feel like that's like comes with the territory. You know, frankly, not enough people ask me what the greatest beverage that's ever been invented by mankind is. But we can oh, save geez. that conversation for a different day. I don't know. I mean, I feel like a lot okay. of times let's let's oh. go for Cliff Notes version. Yeah, what's the greatest just, just what I want okay, what I want to oh, do here. Are you asking me about the elixir of Wait. youth? The greatest beverage invented by mankind, none other. Then Lipton Brisk Ice Tea, Brisk <laughs> Baby, it's the greatest friggin' thing. I could go on for way too long about. Why. I used to love the old school Brisk like claymation cartoons. Yeah, so that's the, the oh, yeah. Rocky. Yeah, yeah dude. Those, those With like, um, I've never seen an advertisement for Brisk and been like, "Cool." I've always been like, "What the fuck?" Like, like why <laughs> did they yeah. decide to do this? And that's what ads should do. <laughs> Agreed. Exactly. Yo, Lipton, uh, where you at? Where yeah, you at? Yeah, yeah, that's up. Lipton. I don't need any endorsement. Just give me, like, a brisk endorsement. I will die happy. Like, I yeah. swear to God. It's sugar and go. water. You can't go wrong. Anyways, so, um, no, but, like, I feel like I get kind of spoiled in, in a lot of, like, times that we do interviews because, like, as, as vocalists, as frontman, they're always like, oh, yeah, so, like, what do you think about like what were you trying to do for this song? And I'm like, actually, those guys are the ones who all do it, you know, and like put the songs <laughs> together. I just, you know, come in at the last minute, everything's done, and they're just like, all right, sing on it. And I'm like, okay. So I just like come up and I like, you know, write all the lyrics. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's like I'm trying to think. Uh, well, I guess one of the things that I'm not asked about a lot is like like techniques that I use while while singing because there's like the i guess the voice as an instrument is very much holistic in terms of like your body and taking care of it and and i I know that like there's a lot of different people that have different warm-ups or techniques things that they do to get ready when they're singing and it really runs the gambit of being like as strict as possible like this is how people have been doing it for hundreds of years to like the absolute crazy of like i can't sing until i have my sandbox in the studio and it's filled up three quarters with finely grained sand and I can feel it on my naked toes. Like there's literally like it goes, it goes right, like, right. you know, really nuts like that. But um, read David Lee Roth's book. <laughs> 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 but, um, but yeah, 
and, and a lot of it, I don't know, a lot of it changes for me. Like I, I, I play other like, like guitar and I played other different instruments. And usually when I'm getting ready for a show, it's always the same. Like I'm always like doing similar warmups, like getting certain things ready. But for vocals, it really does vary a lot in terms of like how I'll get ready for a show, depending on how my voice sounds. Um, going into the studio, I have a particular like bunch of foods that I like to bring to eat. And people always give me shit for it because it's hilarious. I look like I'm in like, I don't know, Jeez. middle school or something. Right. I usually, oh, it's way worse, Weird. way worse. <laughs> I come in with a Milky Way candy bar, a uh, a whole a thing, of, a whole milk. Like, like oh, I need yeah. all of that in there. Um, and I don't know, like sometimes alcohol is part of that, but the Milky Way, man, can't sing without wow, my that's Milky crazy. Way bars. You talk to yeah. so many wow. singers that are like that that are like no dairy, no this, no that. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, everybody's got those rules. I'm actually I'm a vocal instructor and like for mm -hmm. uh, for a school of rock, so I go through all this. And I'm like Sick. everybody's different. Some people, mm -hmm. I know people that eat pizza before they go on stage, and they're absolutely fine. And then I know that like when I've been on tour and they give you free pizza, I'm like, man, I can't. <sighs> Yeah. Like peeling cheese off, going, this mm -hmm. sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, it really, it, I, it's so I, like physical, you know. It's it, like what yeah. what gives you heartburn. You don't want to eat right. Yeah, yeah. You on, you and know? you can't. I, I literally throw up. I, I can't eat anything eight hours before. Yeah, he's. Wow. he's really I do weird. six hours before. Hundred percent. Yeah, okay. yeah. He won't he's, eat he's so yeah. bad. I I got I got better. Like my wife. So like eventually, like especially because we were playing later more recently and she's just like yeah you have to do something you have to eat something right you have to have something in your stomach you're going to be drinking beer or or jameson or whatever it is yeah um so peanut butter and jellies i can keep down Ooh. that's like six seven hours like you said john like, i get to the show i'll mm -hmm. eat some wings i'll have some whiskey get on stage <laughs> i don't know uh man that's uh, it's it just hurts it buries so i just i I think that stuff is so interesting, though, because like it, yeah. it it's so loosey goosey. You know, it, it really, it really yeah. is all about the expression and like how you're feeling getting ready for it. So I just love right. hearing the stories of like all these different people. I'll never forget the last last bit I'll say about this. But when I was um, in my undergraduate years, I was taking a uh, a jazz vocal class. It was like one of the first things that I ever did. And the teacher gets up in front of the class. She asks the entire class. She goes, "All right, everyone, tell me what jazz is about." And, you know, a bunch of people raised their hands, much better students than me, and just, like, you know, giving these, oh, it was a combination of blues and, like, you know, a bunch of people, like, merging musical styles. And it's like, good answer, not the answer I'm looking for. Like, oh, it's better. And nobody was getting it. So eventually she just goes, sex! If you're not singing about sex, you're not singing about sex. And I was like, well, okay, I guess that's that's kind of that. But I mean, it goes more to the point. It's about what you're feeling. It's about what, what the song is actually about and what you physically need to prepare. And as long as you feel in a good space when you get on stage and you're grabbing your microphone, you're doing everything right. Do you have a, like, if, if you had to give one bit of, like, singing for a live show advice that you see people do that probably get in the way of what they're doing. Do you, do you have one? I know a lot of singers do. Like people who are worrying about like something that'll like mess up their singing too much or. Or yeah, just whatever, like any kind of thing where you just notice it a lot from singers and you're like, if you just thought about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonah, actually, <clears throat> actually the thing that you gave me feedback on one time yeah well and so so it's interesting because it's like singing in different capacities right because like i in deer spring i just have a microphone but then we also got 
Cam and Dave who have mics in front when, when they're playing and singing. And so right. one particular thing I always tell musicians who play an instrument and sing as well, um, I see this a lot, keep your feet planted. I can't tell you how many times I'll see people go up to yeah. a mic and they're, they're up on their tippy toes or something, or, or they're kind of like scrunched oh, up yeah. when you're singing. Oh, you got no you power to be. come from. Exactly. Mm. It, all that power comes from basically, you know, your abdomen and your abdomen does nothing if you're not planted solid on the ground. Right. That's um, good advice. And, and even, even if you're just, you know, a front, a front man and you just have the microphone, like have fun, jump around, dance stuff. But when you're singing, oof, keep that planted, you know, keep it, right. keep it locked. Yeah. Great advice. Good yeah, advice. for sure. Uh, all right. I, I tell people all the time, just remember one, one thing, any water that you take on stage is not going anywhere near you to hydrate you at all for 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Our body's really good at keeping water away from where we make sound. Otherwise mm -hmm. we would drown. So <laughs> drink your water before you go on stage. Cause mm. when you're going, Oh, I'm dry. You're fucked. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. Yep, very true. Uh, before we before we wrap oh, up, we didn't give Martin, Martin a chance. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were wrapping. No, up. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying before. <laughs> I said before we wrap up. I jumped the gun, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone involved here. <laughs> hashtag oh professional. Hashtag. Thank you. Thank you, Martin. What about you? What 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 is something that you wish that you were more were asked more on interviews? Um. Yeah, I've been like you know just going through different versions of answers, had a lot of time to think of it. And it's hard because to be honest, we, I haven't been asked many questions. Like there haven't been that many interviews. Um, well, drummers don't matter that much. You guys, don't. You're, you're, yeah. Click, yeah. You're, click, you're click above oh, the bass thanks. player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm totally exist. kidding. Totally kidding. By the way, well, you're yeah, definitely yeah. like the most important part besides Jonas. Yeah. I guess like what, I guess what we haven't really been asked about yet is sort of like outside of music, like what we do to um, what we do, like with our lives that really benefits the band that might not be related yeah. to music. Yeah. So, yeah, like for for me, that's like um, like I'm I'm a high school music teacher and I teach music production and uh, it's a really awesome job. But it really helps me keep my axe sharp. Like I'm work, I'm playing music every day, and like I'm kind of like steeped in the fundamentals constantly working with working with high school students. Um, but having that job really also like you know uh, I'm I'm able to like have a life that's very, I, I'm able to be a musician and have a very like structured nine to five life, which really keeps me like healthy. Um, I'm like really passionate about like exercise and like eating right. And uh, the, a couple of those things have been like recent, like circa the pandemic or just before. And that's really like for my own um, ability to like be involved and to be like a better drummer to be a better like bandmate. Uh, th those are all like super critical, like just making sure that my life has like order and like peace Routine. outside of the band, you know, mm -hmm. that's and, and how important is like super mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Did you find when you started teaching that there were any specific like music, um, whether they be fundamentals or theories or things that 
because you had to go back and explain them and teach them, you got a completely different and better understanding of them? Because I know that happened to me the minute I started teaching. Absolutely. Particularly with um, like uh, like arrangements and like chords, like writing different chord progressions um, yeah. and just sort of like going back to basics, analyzing like just classic Beatles and Rolling Stones, like chord progressions um, and and getting just a better understanding of that has like, you know, translated into into writing music for sure. Definitely. The, just being, again, like sort of grounded in those basics constantly. And you're like, man, everyone's working with pretty much seven notes, seven chords. Everyone's playing four beats per measure unless right. you're like fancy in six, eight or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, What's your tool? One, six, yeah. five, four, man. One, yeah, six, yeah, five, yeah. four, man. Uh. <laughs> but I, absolutely. I, I told, that was my experience for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Interesting. Yeah, I had the same exact thing. That is awesome. All right, guys. So we've taken up a lot of your time. This is a nice long episode yeah. for all of our consumers here. Is but before we sign off, please let everybody know where they can find all things Deer Spring. Just go to www.linktree.com slash Deer Spring. That's Deer with D-A-R. Not D-E-R. We are not animals in the woods. We are writing a ginger note to the, the, the season spring. So uh, here's spring. Um, and, and you can find all of, uh, you know, tickets for upcoming shows, our music videos, our Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, everything. We're pretty much Deer Spring DC on every platform. Awesome. Everybody awesome. check out the new single, Newspeak. Uh, they recently signed Open Your Ears Records. Can't Congratulations. wait for this. For the album, uh, thank you guys. When do we have a date? Do we have a release yeah? Date? June third. It's coming up. June third. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Will this be out? Right. Yeah, this will be out. Oh shit! So get oh, it now. Nice. <laughs> get it now. <laughs> Take it out. So jump yeah. on. Do it. Uh, find them. Share them. Uh, help the algorithm because nobody can be heard unless yes. you do. Yeah. Come share, out to a show. Share the fuck out. Come out to a yeah. show. Definitely come out to a show. Thank you guys. Um, you guys stay in touch with us. Let us know yeah, when you're going to be in uh, in our area. We'll either uh, be one of those bands that helps you set up a show out here. We'll do something together, or we'll definitely Thanks. be there to support and hang out and all that Absolutely. Kind of stuff too. So, so everybody so much, listening, guys. absolutely. Yeah, thank, thank you, you everyone, so much for having us, guys. Thank you guys for being on. It's been awesome. And remember, everyone, to ask yourself the most important question every single day. It's test time. It's test time. It's test time. Do you guys remember what the question is? Where's that question? Who is Batman? Who is Batman? That's, what that's is Batman? <laughs> what, what is Batman? Batman? What's what is Batman? Bacon? What's your bacon What's is your right. Bacon? Damn it. Bacon, but also, <laughs> my bacon is avocado. How about that? Avocado is delicious. I love avocado. Yeah. I like it smushed up and turned into guac. <laughs> guac. I like Even it too, it's but extra. it's not enough bacon for me. Uh, okay. You ever put bacon in your guac? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. It's what a about, special treat. Yeah. Wait, wait. Another hot take. Replace mayo on a BLT with guacamole. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Love it. Get this, man. Well done, everyone. We did it. Absolutely. We did it. Mic drop. Mic drop on that. Yeah. Thank and you that's so it, much, everyone. Guys. Thank you very much. Have a good one. See you next time. Uh, do the things. Peace. And we're back. And we've <laughs> done it. Yes. Another interview in the books. Another conversation another yeah cool hangout with a bunch of cool people 
I really, really hope we get to play with them soon because I do too. I, I do. I, I like. I want to do a show with. Them. I really do think that, like, I feel like them, Raleigh V, mm. Highwind, and us would be like a fucking killer bill. Yes. Right. Like. Yes. Like, I'll fucking open. Me too. I don't care. Like I, I don't, I don't care. I don't like care. let's, let's, let's get them here we know, and, and we show people what we won't great open music here. Is. But then when we go there, they can then then we'll open. No, I'll open here too. Get people there early. Get people there early. But whatever. What like these guys are fucking great. Worth listening to. Worth listening Please to. Please go listen to them. And go they're listen fun. to the people that we that we we pitch and then we keep on like supporting because like they're fucking good music it's good bring, music bring them gnomes at their show bring them gnomes at their show they'll know what's up and uh I, if, I really hope people start really, doing that yeah it would be yeah, so amazing you know what we need to do we need to go buy some gnomes you know what we need to do we need to figure out a way to sell gnomes on our site yeah let's get on we need to sell bacon's my podcast gnomes yeah you're you're the gnome you're the yeah. salesperson I'll get so on that. like i'll figure I'll, I'll figure that out we'll, we'll figure that, that out <laughs> but in the meantime jimsy um till you figure that out where, yeah. where can they find you well while i'm figuring that out you can find out all my other stuff uh on the socials jimmy g shoes you can find me everywhere uh my band craving strange is at cravingstrange.net from there you can find it everything and anything that is Craving Strange. Check out our new music now on Spotify and all the uh, all the sites. Please whoop, share, whoop. like, all that kind of stuff so that we, you know, beat the algorithm or at least uh, tie it. I don't Attempt know. to. I don't know what we got to do. Um, you can also find the two of us as one. Just the two of us making music in the room, in the danger room. Making is my passion. You can find us on Spotify at all the sites as well. We got a couple of songs out, maybe three by now. No, not three by now, but maybe. No, we've got three. Maybe got I three mean already. four. I was gonna say maybe three four. already. Maybe four soon. Yeah, maybe four soon. Let's go with that. Check it out. Whenever you listen to this, we might have ten out by now. Who knows when you listen to this? But wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Always, always have wishful thinking. Uh, but check us out. Bacon is my passion on those sites. But that you can also find on baconismypodcast.com. What can we find there? You can find swag. You can find the Bimp blog where we yeah. where we talk about like things and stuff and stuff things and in my things. brain. Uh, we leave do comments reviews about how smart or dumb yeah. we are. If you want to contribute, please like, honestly, please do. Uh, we're not professional writers at all. At all. So you can be a professional writer if you want to just like contribute. Just throw throw us an email. Baconsmypodcast at gmail Send us an article, something that's well thought out, uh, well written. We will not stand for bad punctuation mm-hmm. and bad spelling and bad grammar. I don't want overly negative either. I don't want to hear your negative. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear about We're positive. You, can, yeah, you know what? There's a million places online where you can go be mad. This isn't one of them. Right. That being said, uh, yeah, let us know if you want to it's contribute. Awesome. That's, it's super cool. So you can get our sponsors. You can get our swag. You can get our music. You can get our socials. At baconismypodcast.com. There are links to all of our sponsors on there with our promo codes. Also, there is a link to our Patreon where if you're really feeling like you want to get in, get into our nooks and crannies of our Mm -hmm. muffins, you can check us out on patreon.com slash baconismypodcast where we have uh, commercial-free episodes, 
longer episodes. Uh, our music is up there. We do live streams. We do watch-alongs. We have uh, other shows where we eat horrible things, yeah. taste terrible things, where we cook delicious things. Indeed. All kinds of stuff. It runs the gamut. Indeed. And the then gamut. you can also find me, personally. Yeah. Personally, at me, my own self, Mike. Uh, I put all things bacon as my podcast, my family, my awesome family, and uh, my band, yeah. which is at Something Heavy Music. Something Heavy is a, available on all sorts of streaming platforms and and all of the, the things. The, the gamut, the if gamut. you will. The gamut. And, uh, Dear Spring uh, checked you out. Yeah, yeah. And they liked da- it. Dave, they dug Dave it. liked it. Dave yeah. liked it. Dave liked the the screaming thing. He's yeah. he was like, oh yeah, and like it was funny because he he brought it up. He was like, yeah, no, no, I checked your your guys' stuff out, and it was pretty cool. And the second he said, the one thing that I thought was really cool, and I was like, well, there's craving strange. Nope. And he said something about the screaming, and I was like, yeah. they only have screaming in like two songs, and it's you, and it's me, <laughs> both of those. So it's you, man. It's so. you. So it ain't always way, about me, me, bro. It ain't always about me, brosif. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice to be... Dude, your shit's kick-ass. ...recognized sometimes, I guess. Goddamn right, man. That's my bacon, I guess. That is your bacon. Being recognized it sometimes. It should be your bacon. I recognize you. I recognize. Recognize. Y'all better recognize. That being said, You don't please. need to recognize me at all. <laughs> please. if you don't. Always remember to ask yourself one super... Duper. Duper? Duper? Duper. Yes. Duper. Four dupers? Six dupers. No, you missed nine five. Du- nine dupers. No, you missed five. Seven dupers. Uh, lost count. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? <laughs>